All right. Growthcraft podcast episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Growthcraft podcast. My name is Tom Libby. I'm one of the hosts here. My co-host, Hassan Sorrells, is on a vacation. Very well-deserved. And I hope he's having a good time. But um, we didn't, you know, no no stopping the, the wheels in motion here. So I wanted to uh, to continue on. And give everybody an, an, an idea here. So the Growthcraft podcast is designed with the startup founder in mind. We are uh, committed to growing our podcasts, visits uh, through connections with our Growthcraft advisors, increasing their engagements with the Growthcraft community. Um, also, gr- our Growthcraft community growing your knowledge about the benefits of Growthcraft itself and what we can provide to you and your and your startup team. We don't want to, we can't, sorry, see, making the mistakes already, right? So uh, we want to, you want, we want you to bring you along on our journey uh, with our, with our guest today. And uh, here on the podcast, we interview startups, uh, startup founders, advisors, and others all about uh, their journey, their process, their product, and where they're going to uh, fit in with the growth graph community. Today, we are welcoming uh, Holly Gardner to our podcast. And I'm going to give Holly an opportunity to just introduce herself real quick before we get into the Q&A part. So Holly, why don't you tell everybody who you are? Sure. Thanks, Tom. Uh, so my name is Holly Gardner. I'm the CEO and co-founder of So City, uh, And we are a an AI-driven platform that provides asset man- an asset management platform that enables building managers residents, homeowners to understand the current state of their building, improve efficiency, track maintenance requirements, and system life cycles in high-density residential buildings uh, with a focus on getting on the path to decarbonization. So the system provides a means of estimating uh, baseline emissions and uh, a profile for the building to identify areas where efficiencies can be found uh, through operations and retrofit. So I like to think of it as uh, Carfax for homes with a net zero driver. <laughs> That's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting. Your intro kind of took away my first question, which was, you know, tell the listeners exactly what you do, which is kind of cool. But is there anything uh, beyond your, because that, that seemed to me like that that 30 second elevator pitch feel right to it, right? So is there anything that you can go in a little deeper what is the advantage there for uh, for people to use the you know your platform? So you know a lot of things are left to left up to chance when it comes to home man- home management. So you know oftentimes you know nobody really knows when things are going to break or how how much money has been spent on things or when things have, have been last maintained in their home. Uh, and so when it comes to a situation where you need to make a repair or retrofit um, for this for the the house, you're kind of in that panic mode like wow my HVAC system has finally gone um, for good and now I have to just replace it with something and so you're you're on your heels in terms of like making an, a data driven decision about you know how to what how, what to invest in in your in your home. Um, and there are so many options out there that are, we're just getting bombarded with things, right? All the time, like do this, get this incentive, do this thing, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you just don't have anywhere to kind of get your ducks in a row when it comes to your house. 
Um, and that's really what I wanted to create. Um, that was really the vision for making So City. It's really to give people that advantage. Um, you know, you can save like up to 20% on the operational cost of your home if it's running efficiently. Um, you can increase the overall value of your home over time uh, by just simply having it appear to be well-maintained. Uh, you can um, you can recoup the, the um, capital expenditure of putting in a low carbon system into your home immediately. If you, once you sell the home, you're, you're re the recoup rate on that is 106%. So, um, you know, it's, it's, there's all of these opportun opportunities that are inside of like uh, that process of, of managing the asset but we're not really able to capitalize on it because nobody can really see it. So funny, because when you were originally talking about it, I was thinking this was for like big companies with facilities management style, like, you know, that they need this platform, but you're talking individual homeowners as well. Yeah, so we're really focused on high density residential buildings right now, but inside of those high density residential buildings, you have a building manager that's responsible for the building envelope and the larger industrial like size systems that are inside of the building. Right. And then you also have a diversity of ownership all the way through. You've got tenanted properties, you've got owner occupied properties, you've got investment properties. They're all inside of mostly these condo buildings. Um, and they're like a black box. Nobody really knows what's happening with them. It has an impact on the overall health and condition of the building, but also it doesn't give any of the owners inside of the building any, any real understanding of like what, where the risks lie or um, you know, what, what challenges they might, want, might face over time. And so like there's a multi-stakeholder kind of view to it. Um, obviously each resident or each homeowner that has a home profile on it, it's limited to their unit or their area of responsibility. But as a whole, we can aggregate that information and give a real sense of where they are. Very cool. So prompted this, like if you think about like the reasoning behind you starting a startup, a lot of a lot of times it's personal, right? Somebody has a, a scenario that happens and then they want to fix a problem that they encountered. So they go to start this. So what, what was it for you and your co-founder? Like what was the catalyst of all this? So a few things. One, my very first job before I even went to university was working as a home uh, efficiency analyst. Uh, so going into people's houses and looking at where they could find efficiencies in their home and where they could retrofit their home to make to improve the the carbon footprint of their home. Um, and then further down the road, I really got very interested in understanding what level of granularity people need to inform decisions. So there came in kind of the data side of things where sure. you're like, oh, what do you know, when somebody says to you, homes are responsible for 40% or buildings are, sorry, are responsible for 40% of GHG emissions. What does that say to an individual homeowner? They're kind of like, yeah, well, so what does that mean to me? It doesn't mean yeah. anything, you know? It has to be broken down into a, some granularity of understanding, right? Otherwise, you can't inform decision making, and nothing will change. Um, yeah, so those are kind of the things. And then, of course, I've owned a condo for ages and ages and ages, several of them. And you know, these are problems that exist, and they are compounded in sort of that multi-stakeholder environment because you're bound to a lot of things like maintenance fees and 
And I'm not sure about the, the US, but in Canada, the insurance rates in condo buildings has gone up in some places by upwards of like 700%, like because of things like climate change, because of like needs to be, you know, buildings needing to be more resilient and adapting to extreme weather events, conditions, et cetera, over time. So like really, really um, zeroing in on the building itself and the health of the building and, and framing it from the homeowner or the resident's perspective is is a is a moneymaker, I think. Yeah, well, I hope you I, I hope so for you. I do. Uh, it sounds it to me. So um, so tell so why why do you feel like your solution is the best one available out there right now? So like you hit on it earlier where you were saying you were thinking this was much more focused on larger facility operations. And there are a lot of solutions like that, that for commercial buildings uh, to, to improve their carbon footprint over time. Uh, the tools in this environment are few and far between and they're, they're segmented. So a lot of them fo will focus wholly and entirely on the HVAC system or on certain systems within the building rather than like a full holistic view of the building itself and all of its systems together. Um, so I think in my case, I believe that my solution is the best because it brings in all of the factors that are there. So you can see it in one spot. Uh, and and have an overview of it for long-term planning and for um, gearing where you're going to make your investments in the property over time. Cool. So I, I guess this actually leads me to my next question, which is, is kind of a piggyback to that, right? Like, why is it the best? But so so why are they using it? M meaning like, what, like, how does that the consumer actually take your product? And then you, you mentioned many times about making informed decisions, right? So I, I like that. I like making informed decisions as well, um, which is why when the last automobile that I bought, it took me six months, like, because I, I was, I, analysis paralysis, so to speak, but I still eventually found the exact car I wanted for the exact reason I wanted and blah, 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 right? So when, when I'm, as a if I'm an individual consumer, how do how do I take your product and use it to my benefit? And and what where, like what does that data mean to me? Uh, so to speak, I, I know it's a rounded kind of a rounded question, but so we're really taking a very staged approach to this, right? Because the the data environment in these properties, as I mentioned, is totally fractured. So there, if there's no aggregation, there's no, it just basically is lost, right? Yeah. Uh, so we have to start at the beginning. Beginning is really establishing that baseline. Uh, so what we do with homeowners is we will build, begin to build sort of a digital twin of the building that they're talking about based on the as-built design uh, information that we can access. And then the unit, the person in the unit or the building manager will build their profile onto the onto onto that address. So they will say, okay, I have this HVAC system. It was installed in this year and this is how much money I've spent on it so far. You know, this is what it is. And they just build that for each system. Uh, and we have a marketplace on the platform that can connect people to uh, service providers so they can book any maintenance that's required um, into that, into that, um, into their profile. And it automatically feeds into that system. So it says, oh, you invested this much. Your last maintenance was this day. Um, on the back end, what we're doing is we're saying, 
okay, they've entered this this system in there and we're pulling all of the data about that system. What are the maintenance cycles on it? What's the life cycle and like what is the anticipated life cycle for that system? Like when when is the replacement window going to open for that system for that person uh, based on some of those estimations. So they can at least understand, you know, oh that, you know, my dishwasher is at 90% life cycle. So am I going to put another $500 in to repair it? Or maybe it's time to think about replacing it the next time something goes wrong with it. Uh, gotcha. That kind of thing. So, so like we're taking a very practical approach to this. There's a lot of um AI that's going into the back end on the predictive side of things. Uh, but for now, it's just basically getting people onboarded, giving them an understanding of where they are, letting them know when their maintenance cycles are going to be, and then identifying over time, you know, the, these are some areas that could be more efficient. Uh, you know, you're overdue for maintenance here that can result in this re reduced efficiency in this side. This will cost you this much. <laughs> It's all, I, I'm trying to make some sort of analogy in my brain, right? So, because I've never owned a condo, so I've never been involved with HOAs or any of that stuff, and or that disper, uh, you know, dispersion of funds for, you know, for for repairs overall versus individual. Like, I've never had to deal with that, right? So, um, I'm thinking, I'm trying to figure it. Like, so it reminds me of something like, again, I go back to automobiles just because everybody has experience with buying a car, right? That it's not, has nothing to do with the fact, like I, I don't have an affinity cars or anything like that. It's just uh, collective, right? But like Kelly Blue Book, right? Like Kelly Blue Book will give you that de depreciation of a car on, and if it's been an accident versus one that hasn't, like it gives it like values based on things that have happened to it. Is, is that, kind of like a, an analogy that I could make or is that or is it so far off that that you wouldn't even go there or is there something missing from that analogy so there are separate things and there's some administrative and governance things that go along with that and you would get a condo certificate when you're buying a condo yeah. um, that basically gives you a sense of like where they are in their reserve funds and like you know who the board is and any issues they've had etc 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 but what it doesn't do and what a home inspection won't do is anything that's outside of that, right? Like the home inspector might say, well, you only have 10 years on your 15 year group, but they're not gonna say like, oh, your dishwasher is old or your window, you know what I mean? Like they don't really, they don't, they do a superficial analysis of, of what's happening in the, in the unit most of the time. And you get a report about that and it doesn't really give you any real indication of where you are. This really digs into like, what is the status of these systems? Like what has, when was the last time this was maintained? Um, how old is it? You know, because you know, if you go into even if you buy a house, you say, "Oh, well, it's stainless steel, so it must be like within you know ten years." I don't know stainless steel. When did that become a thing? You know, like yeah. you don't have, you don't have any idea, right? Right. Unless right. you know how to like read a manufacturer plate. Very true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so so uh, a different, little bit different direction here for this question. I want to bring up Growthcraft a little bit, considering we're, you know, we're on the Growthcraft podcast here. Um, can you talk a little bit about the community in a sense of either, and you can talk about however you want in, in a couple of different ways, either like 
what advantage have you seen from it? Have you seen something come out of it that's been really good or, or what attracted you to it? Like, what is the, what about Growthcraft makes this worth it for you to be involved in this community? And you could say whatever you want. I don't, I'm not, you can answer however you, whichever part of that you'd like. It's. Um, I've, I've really enjoyed, I think I started out very early on with the growth craft crew and yeah, I, I think you were one of our first actually. <laughs> yeah. So I've been, I guess I've been, I'm an OG, like anyway. Um, so, uh, the thing that I like about it is, you know, it's a pretty no judgment zone in terms of, you know, sitting down. I like how we have open discussions about different issues and challenges that people are facing and everybody you know, jumps in on it. They're like, how do we fix this problem? You know, um, I like that. It's it's very inclusive. And I think everybody learns from it. Uh, I don't think entrepreneurship is something that's intuitive or people are necessarily usually lucky right out of the gate. Like, I mean, not in my life has <laughs> anyway you know like I think you, you there's a lot of hard lessons that you have to learn along the way and it's nice to uh have like a group of people who are kind of learning those lessons along the way too and maybe helping you avoid a few of those challenges um so I get a lot of value from that um and uh and yeah just just having the structure of it being there it's it's great because everything in building a company is just like constantly like, oh, I have to do that. Now I have to make a marketing plan. Oh, I need to make like customer, you know, pitch decks for technical advisory, or I need to have like, the, you know, every day is like a new thing where you're kind of like, okay, now I need to figure out how to do social media and tomorrow I need to, you know, and it's just constantly coming at you. So it's good to have like these really structured moments in the month where we can like sit down and just be like, okay, <laughs> you know this is what's happening um yeah. just break it down and try to you know come back to earth a little bit and and, and and hopefully solve real problems for you right like that's the that's the the thing for for us um okay so last thing before we before we wrap up uh, we always like to ask people um about themselves in a sense of promotion is there something out there that you want to promote are you going to be um, are you going to be speaking somewhere? Is is your are you going to be on display or demo somewhere? Like, is your product going to be on display or demo at any conventions? Anything like that? Is there anything like that that you have coming up uh, in the next few months that you'd like people to know about? So we're working on a whole bunch of things, but for now, I think um, if people want to visit our website, we're at socity two ts ai. Uh, we have a wait list there. People can join up on either side, the service provider side or the homeowner side. Uh, and we're also running a number of different surveys and interactions on our social media. So we're we're on Twitter at so at so city at so city no dot at so city AI, um, and then also on Instagram at so city AI. Uh, we you can follow us there. We have different surveys we're always doing to try to get to know our customers a little bit better uh, and understand some some challenges that that different stakeholders and different channel partners might be facing along the way, so that we can improve our product. Oh, that's fantastic, well, Holly. It's been awesome for me. I know you and I have known each other a little while, uh, not like this though. Like you know, it's always been like in a. In a, in a uh, um, uh, a group environment or something like that, where I hear your, your pitch here and there, but this has been awesome for me. Cause I now 
way understand more about what you're doing and hopefully our listeners can understand and and i encourage everybody to go check it out like you know get on their website and follow them on social media and stuff like that especially if you own a condo or if you are part of a condo association leadership team or anybody like that you should uh, definitely be be jumping on there to, to, to check it out. As for Growthcraft, as you guys all know, um, you know our goal is to help founders uh, move their journeys along. And uh, the way we do that, and you can join us for some of our workshops and forums, and, uh, and you can find us at uh, growthcraft.org. So uh, come join us, uh, come check out our website and, and our, our uh, uh, social media and stuff as well. So Holly, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And uh, you've been a great guest, so thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I really had fun doing that. <laughs> Bye, everyone.